Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 252 of the Keeping Up with the King series as we make our way through the book of Matthew. We're in Matthew chapter 26, and if you were listening to my last episode of 251, I started, at least I think I tried to start, talking about Matthew 26, and I got kind of off on maybe a little rabbit trail of the importance of writing stuff down and taking notes. And I don't want to go back into that a whole bunch because if you want to hear it, listen to episode 250. But the whole reason I kind of got on to that was because I was reading this section over the last few weeks and I just kept coming back to uh, to my notebook where I kept writing down these thoughts about this passage. And so there's just some neat stuff in here. And and I think I was excited about it because I've heard this passage many times. I've preached on this passage multiple times. And yet when I read it, I noticed something that I really hadn't considered before. And then I read it again the next day and I noticed another thing I hadn't considered before. And that is not unusual. Uh, if you, if you have never put together a Bible study, uh, especially a, uh, a verse by verse type Bible study, or, you know, when you've got a passage uh, and this happened to me early in my 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 uh, pastoring career when I was a when I was a youth pastor, the pastor of our church was going through uh, a series, um, and I don't remember which one of the gospels it was through, but anyway, he was going through it, it might have been the book of John, uh, and he was he was going through verse by verse, chapter by chapter, making his way through it, and he got to a certain section, and he was. Uh, and he said to me, Hey Mike, I don't want to break off from this series. I want to keep the flow. So while I'm gone next weekend, can you preach on these verses? And so he gave me a few verses, uh, the next verses in line. And that was a huge challenge for me because up till that point, I had always just picked a topic or honestly, at that point, a lot of times I just had a lot of funny stories. You know, they were just stories about silly things that had happened, dumb things I'd done, uh, things I'd learned from, um, you know, working at summer camps. I mean, summer camps are kids, our summer camp was kids, animals, and college students. I mean, that's a recipe for comedy. Um, you know, you have kids and uh, animals and people that think they know everything and just a, a, a recipe for, for funny situations. And so a lot of my, my Bible stories or my sermons actually started with an illustration, which is really not the way to do it, right? Um, there's a lot of, a lot of pastors, they have a topic like, I want to talk about anger. Oh, I want to talk about this. And then they look for scripture that, that talks about that. And then they look for illustrations that might illustrate those points to make those points memorable or, or relatable. Uh, I was backwards. I would think of a funny story and then I would go like, how do I, how do I relate that to uh, a topic? Um, it's kind of a, it comes from speaking at campfires and stuff and, and having to be an entertainer first and sneak in Bible studies, um, on the, on the back end. But anyway, when he told me, Hey, I want you to preach through this. It was, it was challenging, right? Because it wasn't what I picked. And so I had to read it and I had to glean, uh, the, the fruit, you know, from it, I had to, to say, okay, what, what, what's being said here? What's the message here? How do I present this? And it was a great challenge and it was a life-changing challenge. And one of the things that I did 
it in that challenge in that challenge was I read that same section over and over and over like every day that week I read that same portion and so I would encourage you if you've never put together a Bible study um, and maybe you're the kind of person where like I'm never going to put together a Bible study just try this get a section of scripture maybe maybe stay ahead of me you know go on Matthew later in Matthew 26 or get to Matthew 27 and just read it every day for a week just the the same section maybe this is the same few scripture the scriptures are the, the the same few uh verses over and over and over with a notebook and a pen and and write down what you learn write down those new things and when you when you go into it with the the attitude of prayer you know saying god you know show me something new show me something i haven't seen today remind me what i need to be reminded god help me to to recognize what you're trying to show me you know, and just that should be our attitude of prayer anyway. But there is that benefit of, you know, when you got a pen and paper, it's like, okay, God, I'm ready. I, I'm ready to write it down. I'm ready to hear what you have to say because it's important. So anyway, let's uh, let, let's get on with this. Otherwise, we're going to have a whole other podcast where I don't actually talk about the Bible. So verse 31, then Jesus said to them, his disciples, that is, remember, this is um, right before his arrest. He says, all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. So Jesus warns them ahead of time, like, look, I I want you to know what's going to happen. All of you are going to be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, and he goes on to quote Zechariah uh, 13, you know, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But then he says this, but after I have been raised... I will go before you to Galilee. Now, you know, Jesus said a lot of things that had to be so confusing to the disciples at the time. You know, and we know that the Bible tells us in, in other places that that there were a lot of things that they just didn't get until until after he was crucified. And then it was like, oh, okay, I get it. You know, like this where he talks about, you know, after I have been raised, I will go before you to Ga- Galilee. Like, after you've been raised? Like what? What do you? What does that mean? After I've been raised, elevated, uh, promoted? What? What does that mean? After I've been raised, you know? And so I wonder how often those were their their thoughts. You know, when Jesus says, you know, if anyone who wants to be my disciple must take up his cross and follow me. Like, well, take up his like a, a cross, like a cruc, like what is it? What do you mean? Like, you mean like what? Like how the Romans crucify people? Like they've got to carry that? You know, it had to be confusing. Um, and, and I don't know if we give them enough credit, you know, I know, uh, I was very big on, big into prophecy for a long time. I just enjoyed studying it, especially in my, my early days of Bible study. I was really fascinated by, you know, going through the book of revelation and studying it. And the first church I went to where the Bible is actually taught, they were studying the book of revelation. And it was great because, uh, the, the, uh, the, uh, pastor was going back and sharing, Hey, they look at the symbolism that's used here. It's used first, it's first used in this way. And, you know, back in uh, Isaiah or it's used this way in Zechariah or Jeremiah uses the same terminology or whatever, just to kind of clue us into the Old Testament usage of these phrases and, and just seeing the, the tapestry of God's word, how it's woven together and to see how John was using these, uh, these allusions to the Old Testament and such. But one of the things that that I kind of noticed about prophecy in that in studying it was that 
there are a whole lot of people that when they were presenting prophecy were presenting prophecy in a way that was um well incorrect and and it was because they drew conclusions before the thing happened right and so they were looking at the book of daniel and they're looking at the book of revelation they're saying okay here's this here's these things that are be talking about these nations gog and magog these you know things from ezekiel whatever and they were saying they would say things like well this is the soviet union or this is um this is the you know uh this is the european economic community or this is uh you know they would they would draw these conclusions they would say well this this spot this is this is the soviet union well we know it wasn't the soviet it's not the soviet union because the Soviet Union doesn't exist, right? So they were wrong. Um, now they there may be some other union of states using those things. So they um, so what they should have said is, you know, this could be the Soviet Union. And I remember uh, before um, before the uh, European Union stuff happened that it was a big thing. You know, pro Bible prophecy teachers were like, oh look, it's ten or it's eight nations, eight nations, and all they need is two more, and they'll have the ten and well, then it became more than 10. And then they were like, oh, somebody's gonna, somebody can drop out. Somebody can drop out. You know, it could be, you know, but it, it might not be because one of the things that I've seen over and over about prophecy is what we see in like with what Jesus is telling them. It, you know, he, he quotes the Old Testament. And if you look back at Zechariah um, chapter 13, you might not realize what this is talking about. But in hindsight, we can look back and go, oh, that's what he's talking about. Oh, I get it. Okay, I see how that was fulfilled. Oh, I, I see. You know, there's a lot of prophecy in the Old Testament that would point us to the Gentile church, but it doesn't call it that. But after the Gentile church appears, you look back and go like, oh, okay, I get it. Uh, and so I, to me, that's always been one of those things about prophecy, to be careful, right? To be careful that you don't get so caught up in what certain Bible teachers are saying this prophecy is or what this prophecy means because i think one of the things that we see over and over through prophecy is that there's more than one reason for it uh, prophecy is not just to tell the future so that we might know what's going to happen oftentimes it is to warn us about coming judgments that's uh that's definitely a big one we see that a lot especially in the old testament prophets but oftentimes also the prophecies we don't recognize their fulfillment until they're fulfilled then we go oh i get it you know, all the prophecies that Jesus, that Jesus fulfilled, so many of them didn't seem to make sense. Like, well, he's going to be called a Nazarene from birth. Well, what he's not a he's does that mean he's going to take the Nazarite vow or, you know, where he what you know that when you read the Old Testament about that, like kind of like um, John the Baptist, right? Who was he had the like a Nazarite from birth. So, you know, not the not cutting of his of his hair and the not eating of fruit of the vine and uh, things like that. But, you know, Jesus was from Nazareth, you know, so that's, oh, okay, I get it. That was unexpected, you know, where he would come out of Egypt. Well, wait a minute, I thought he was supposed to come from Bethlehem. Wait, I thought he was supposed to, wait, this, how can he, oh, that's how he did it. Okay. And so there are these things, I think, when Jesus said, you know, after I've been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Well, they're not understanding what he means until it's fulfilled. And so I think this is one of those great things about prophecy to keep in mind um, that the purpose of prophecy is not just so that you will know what's going to happen in the future before it happens, but so then it, when it does happen, those who are alive at the time will look back and go, this is what God said. This verifies God's word.
This verifies the promises he's made. This is proof, again, that God's word is true. Anyway, hey, we'll talk more about this next time because, like I said, I was reading this verse all week, and I got lots of stuff on it. God bless you. Talk to you soon.